Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. Oh, that was necessary. Yeah. You know, let's try to work on my... High notes? Falsetto. Beautiful. <laughs> you working on it for Beyonce? Oh, yeah, bitch. Already know. And already... Uh. We're going to need all the singing and dancing we can get this month because... The cosmos, we're not lining up. And here, Susan Miller says the same. October is due to be a unique month that will not be easy for any of us. By the way, Susan Miller, if you guys don't know who she is, I've talked about her before. She is an astrologer that I've been following since I was a kid. My mom was obsessed with her, and she'd be on motherfucking point, astrologyzone.com. So continue, telling us how fucked up October's going to be. Only we still have twenty. We still have more than half the month. The planets will be in a frenzy, the likes of which I have rarely seen. If you feel you've, if you've seen enough surprises this year, I am sorry to report that there will be a slew of them in October. Fuck you, Susan. <laughs> Warrior Mars is one of the prime instigators, but surprise! In a minute, Uranus will play a leading part too. Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury will stir the pot as well and add to the turmoil. When the planets get this way, it is because they want to shake up the status quo and force us to confront languish, languishing situations that many of us would prefer not to address. Mm. As you see, there is method in the planet's madness. One thing you can rely on is that when planets are in a harsh angle to each other, the universe brings enormous energy so that you can deal with what happens. The squares and oppositions are the hard aspects, but they sure do bring high energy. The universe will always give you the tools you need when it brings you a challenge well i hope so i've been doing a lot of heavy breathing i've been doing a lot of crying a lot of heavy breathing and i've been a really on edge parent and i've been really trying to lean on my baby daddy like express that i need support i'm need i'm getting things in line and you know per the usual that falls on deaf ears meanwhile every time he gets his baby he could drop her off at his mama's house for Zoom school, for Friday night, for Monday night. Don't let me. I'm just like, why don't you just help me? You're just going to drop her off anyway. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. <sighs> I've been doing a lot of breathing, too. I, I've, been, I've been okay. I guess I've just been um, overwhelmed with all the things that we are doing. I'm doing in, wor- in my other work this app and then relationship i don't know if i realized the responsibility i was taking on being a partner i mean i get it (laughs) yeah like i don't know if i realize the responsibility i don't know if i'm prepared i'm not (laughs) Some days are easy. Some days are really challenging. Currently, it's been really challenging. And is it easier to just be alone? Like, I think back, like, six months ago when I was alone, and I was so, like, lonely. And I wanted partnership. And, like, I wanted this person to come and walk into my life. Now he's here. I think we want partnership as human beings, a support system. But then we rarely take into account for having to be accountable for someone else's feelings. I didn't take an account for, if this doesn't work out, how is that gonna leave me feeling? Just all the emotions that it requires, period. It's just so much energy, you know? Like, even because I have 
so much going on in my personal life. And then I like am breaking up, broke up with somebody or I got broken up with. And that took up so much of my energy. Like I was like, I can't go on. I can't do anything. Nothing's working out in my life. Not love, nothing. And so it's just like so heavy. It's so heavy. And I think the lesson in this is that we really have to be sustainable on our own before, I mean, not even, I just, before we... Introducing other energies into the mix. No, no, I totally, yeah, I agree with that. I think that like relationships can be a wonderful distraction and they can also be supportive. They can also feel like they're propelling you forward, you know, but they can also feel like, okay, when it ends, any confusion, if you're not in a secure place, it can totally disrupt. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Um, I do think that, like, I, I, I feel like I was ready in some ways for, like, a relationship. Like, I have stability in my life in some ways, although, like, you know, it's it's all relative. Like, yes, I can pay my rent every month on um, barely, <laughs> but, it, but it happens. And I have support and I have help, you know. But there's also things, like, I think emotionally that are not all the way stable that I'm realizing, you know, like, me and my dude, like, we're texting yesterday. It takes a lot to, like, make me curse you the fuck out. I went back and read my texts, and I wasn't that nice. <laughs> wasn't that nice. I need to see these texts. I wasn't that nice, but I was. it was more so like a cry to like, leave me the fuck alone right now. This is me. This is, this is me needing space. And you're, you're, we keep going. And so therefore now I'm like, now I've lost it. Not lost it. I didn't, I wouldn't say I lost it, but like now I'm like out of, in some way out of like my character, the character that I think I should be when I'm upset. Like, I know, like, back in the day, like, I used to have these epic-ass arguments with my ex. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I look back on those days, I don't even know who the fuck I was. Like, screaming, throwing shit, beating each other up. Wait, like, was that the kind of person he was? You have to keep in mind, too, that you who you are can change energetically by who you partner up with. You will, you will, someone can bring out the worst shit in you that you didn't even know existed. You have to really be aware of someone, like, you could love someone and they just not bring out the best part of you either. Oh, no, I definitely see that. I think about, like, even with ha- with Happy Bay. Like, I felt like I feel different in every relationship. Right. And then I'm like, but I know I'm, I'm a, like, the root of who I am is, is the same. Consistent. But most, I mean, some people, that's, that's not possible. Like, they are, they're, they're always different in every relationship. But, <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like I, my patience is thin. Nur. It's thin and I'm so focused on like I think I was telling you was I telling you this? Yeah, I was telling you this like the other day when we were sitting out there that like I here you go. That I recently like I was looking at Irie the other day and oh, yeah. <clears throat> she was just like, I don't know, like I think she was looking in the fridge for like orange juice. And I have this moment where, like, of course I know as a parent that it's my responsibility to be able to take care of my child and that, like, I'm working for her, essentially. She's my boss. But also, like, I want her to have this great life. But, like, there's, like, this it, it, there's like this transition from being, like, a non-parent to a parent that, like, the selfishness part, it takes a while to, like, undo. Like, all the, like... Like, when I go, like, when I make money, I want to go shopping for myself. And I have to remember, wait, I have to buy things for my kid. You know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm past that, those things, but those were things I had to learn, like, to be mindful. That, like, you don't just automatically wake up one day and then, like, suddenly you're pouring every ounce of your being into your kid. 
Or sometimes that does happen, and that's cool. But, but sometimes like, with that, you have to learn to bag back, too. There, It goes both ways. Becoming a parent is in such a training that doesn't come with training. But then, so I was looking at her, and I had this thought of, like, if I died right now, today, at this very moment, what do I have to leave her? Would she be okay if it was just on me? It wasn't on anyone else except me. Would she be okay? No, she would not be okay. And I like, I was like, oh my God, I have to work 10 times harder. I'm not making enough money. Like I suddenly got like so overwhelmed and like sad. And I was like, oh my God, I'm 32 and I don't have enough money to like, like, I don't even know, I don't have enough money to move out of my place right now, let alone buy a property. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm a failure at 32. I'm supposed to, you know, but I also know that I'm working incredibly hard and seeing results towards that and doing what I love, you know? So I'm, I try to be, I was like, okay, be, be chill the fuck out. <laughs> Relax, smoke a joint, you're okay, we're okay. But it just made me think like, I don't have time to be worried about Any- dumb shit. It's true. Like, and, and, and I don't, and, and don't want to say dumb shit like other people's feelings don't matter, but like, if it's not working, then maybe like we just shouldn't. <laughs> And then I'm like, am I, is this fear talking or like, do I really feel this way? Because I'm so hyper-focused on providing a legacy for me and my my children. Like I also, but I also want to do that with someone, you know? Yeah, I agree, girl. I get it a hundred percent. And it is an overwhelming thought that somebody is solely responsible on you. Responsible, you're, they're responsible, we're responsible to them. And I guess it never feels like you're, I mean, I know we're working towards something, but it just feels like fuck. Am I? I'm, am I? I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I don't know why. Who wrote that? Thirty two was like sixty five. But you know, like we're so adults and now. I'm, I'm turning thirty three this month. But it's someone was like, "It's your Jesus year." I was like, "I don't feel like Jesus." Which right? <laughs> Which I'm like, version? well, Jesus, come down. Hell. Um, I'm and, like, you know what? Jesus didn't need shit. Maybe I, it is my Jesus year, and I should get the fuck out of here and go live like Jesus, barefoot somewhere. Not here. <laughs> I think in our 20s, we just think like 30s. That's adulthood. That's when you've reached your adultness. And here we are in our 30s, and we haven't. Bitch, I don't have a savings account. I have, I attempted to ask my grandmother to co-sign for an apartment. She agreed, and then at the last minute, when they called her, decided that she no longer wanted to do it. And I'm just like, I was having a moment. Like, I'm... I have no support. I have no one. What am I going to do? I have no options. And someone is relying on me. Mm-hmm. I can't rely on anyone, and I'm barely fucking figuring it out. And then someone is relying on me, and she didn't even ask to be here. And that shit is overwhelming, you know? Just just the little things. Like, literally, I can't even, like... I get so easily distracted. And, like, I felt the same way. They wrote a letter that she was behind on some of her letters. And I was, like, having a bad day, because obviously I'm still, like mourning from this breakup but I was like something came out of me and like wanted to slap the shit out of me like bitch you don't really have time to be thinking about if somebody doesn't want you she doesn't know five of her alphabet (laughs) you know like literally someone like myself told myself like girl myself told myself yeah I've had so many of those moments like girl come on and I and I had to like snap out of it like and then I had to one I'm wondering myself because Adventure Bay asked me because, of course, we're still hanging out on the weekends. Um, no, but I'm cutting it off for real this week. But um, basically, if I wasn't going through as much things as I, as I was going through, 
would I still like want the relationship this bad or something? And I had to think about that. Like, am I finding like peace in this because it feels like somewhat some stability? And like, then also I was like, well, that's really sick and strange. It's not sick. That is usually the case. That is not unnormal at all. That's and and I perfectly and I, normal. It's not obviously you need to not try try not to do that. But yeah, I mean, if, if you feel that way, I don't know what, what the conclusion is, but <laughs> that is for sure valid. For sure. I mean, it's so, and, and, if, and if I love this person, and we and I enjoy time together, and like at this point, we've like I, I do I do feel like he make he makes me a, a a better place in the relationship, pushes me, you know, just little things that there are qualities in him that I see, and of course that I, I think are stable, and I think we're women like we 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 long for that in a relationship, so of course of course it is attractive, um, but I also was like you know with or without this. I'm, my life is going to go on like it did six months before I met you, you know? So it's both. And I did find, like, a part of me with even, like, on top of everything else going on, then that, you know? It just feels like a, just like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, a, a Kill Bill slow death. But I don't know. I think the good part about all of this is that I think we're becoming stronger women. <laughs> we're becoming stronger women, and we're, with every transition, with every obstacle, there is um, a lesson to be learned, and at least we're consciously focused on, we're getting there, we're going to get there, mm-hmm. we're getting there, we're going there, mm-hmm. right? So, I think there's like this, it's funny you say stronger woman, because I feel like there's this like conversation that women are having or have about like, why do we have to be so strong, you know, all the time? That too. <clears throat> but also, like, I do, but I, and I feel like that's been, like, the conversation, but I do also want to say that, like, we should be empowered by our strength, though, too. Like, I do want to be, I am, I know that I'm a strong woman. I know I've been raised by a bunch of strong women. I can't help it. It's in my DNA. But I also, I know that, like, and because of that, like, I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to, not hard, but, like, I realize that I tr- I think I do like it's funny that you we had this conversation with um, our guest last week Denai um, of Black Love Marriage wait, Marriage Black Love Marriage Movement <clears throat> and uh, you were telling her that you know you feel like you have a lot of masculine energy but like really like you feel like you're more feminine actually and I feel like I people think outward people think I have a lot of feminine energy, but actually I've realized I have a lot of masculine energy, and like I've realized that in my relationship because he identifies as more feminine. Like he admittedly is says that he is the more feminine energy, and that I'm the more masculine, and I feel that way in ways that I never really acknowledged, I guess, because I was with someone who was so nonchalant that. I never had to assert it. And so now that I'm here with a more feminine energy, I'm like feeling like I'm asserting it a lot. And some of it is like good. And some of it is like, "Eh, is this healthy? Right. Like, I don't know. It's interesting to, it's interesting to see because he is so much more emotional than I am. Mm. So I don't know, guys. (laughs) I don't know. But yes, what were we talking about? I'm high. I'm high too. I don't energy. 
Becoming kids. Strong, becoming stronger women. Becoming stronger women, yes. And kids and struggle. Then depending on us. And oh and also this life is hard. Do we need a boyfriend? <laughs> that is what we were talking about. Life is hard. Do you really need that relationship? Do you need a relationship or not? I know. It's like you it's it's and everyone I everyone I talk to about it, it's like you ask for it and then it's here and then you're like, Buh. You're like, Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. Can you reach orange juice and pour orange juice? Shit. No, drink some water where it's accessible. Luna with her little earrings right now. I, I think I need to take them out. They, I think it's adding to her sash. She looks so grown. I can't take it. I'm I like, know she's already okay. Gro- did I just do that? Yeah, you did, did. I just do the thing that we did we say we're not gonna, gonna do? do? I do not do it. Fuck. <laughs> she looks. Like a teenager. She looks older. Maybe I'll be more specific. Not just You could see her teenage face coming through with those earrings. Yeah. Well, she looks like you. <laughs> I know. Because you look young. Uh, um, anyway, you guys. Oh, side note. Just to switch, because I am excited about this. We are having a meetup in two weeks. A week and a half, two weeks. Oh, my God, it's coming up. Um, on October 25th, we are doing a drive-in movie event with Outside Cinemas in downtown LA, and we are watching Hocus Pocus, which is one of my favorite movies. Mine too. Wait, is Coco already um, Coco sold, sold out. out. You, you already lost your chance. Okay. Ain't no more Cocos. Um, but bring your kids or don't bring your kids. I think I'm not going to bring Irie to Hocus Pocus because... Two nights at the drive-in with kids for me is a lot. I'm just gonna bring her to Coco and me too. Get witchy at Hocus. Yes, I'm gonna get witchy at Hocus. <laughs> Everybody else, if you want to bring your kids, it's fine though. No, it's totally fine, but we just won't have ours. <laughs> um, but go check out. There's a link in our bio on Instagram, or you can go to outsidecinemas.com. Yeah, OutsideCinemas.com. Okay, OutsideCinemas.com. Because I saw that Shopify thing and then I wasn't sure if it was Net.com. I don't know what the fuck. Anyway. Also vote. Also vote. Also vote. You guys, vote. I heard the LA district attorney um, is like, in California can change this year if we really put our minds to it. And apparently that's really important. I feel more strongly about government at a local level. No, I mean, that's true. Absolutely. Like, actually, that's where it actually matters because that's where the change is. You see it immediately immediately in front of you, around your city, in your neighborhoods, because this president shit is important. Where we have even more impact right now is at the ground level. Um, anyway, there's a lot of resources where you can look up things and figure out what's what are like the best voting options based on your morals, your goals, the things that are important to you, and that you can find out how to vote. Because let's be honest, like voting can be super fucking overwhelming. You open like I got the voting mailer guide, and the shit is like long. I'm I be high. I'm like, does this make sense? The the words are all political and shit, and it's hard to you know, interpret exactly what you're voting for. Gaskin for district attorney. Oh, Gaskin. If you want to change how your city operates, functions, protects, serves, 
You have to know who you're voting for, who the best options are in your city. Do you know who's running for the district attorney in your, in city. your city? Like these are things you should know. You should know what their views are. Don't wait till you get to the poll to make it do a guessing game. I swear, like that's essentially what people do when they vote. Right. They literally just like fill out like, oh, I like that name. Oh, she sounds nice. Oh, right. Democrat. Yep, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Democrat. Right. No question about it. And I just want to empower you guys to be empowered to do your research because there are guides just there's people in your city like leaders of the community that have guides on their instagram that tell you you know who they would recommend positions of power props all those things to help you out so shit if i if i if i only i have like a master link i wish i did to put in the details of this episode. Don't you have that link that your cousin sent you? I have the link for California. So if you live in California and you, California or LA, also some of these things differ based on like what part of LA you live in or where you live in California, you know? But there are some like general ones that you guys should know about. So I will share that in um, the bio or the details of this episode. So check that out. Shout out to my cousin, Davida Williams. Follow her on Instagram. She's really cool. She's an inspiration. She was also on Lizzie McGuire. Who was on Lizzie McGuire? Davida. She was? Yeah. Hilarious. Um, and she's done tons of other stuff. She's like a real actress and shit. Oh, oh my God. So wait, the other day I went and got... So you guys, I started this app called Circle Black. And so it's a service providing app where people like nail nail, nail techs, hairstylists, masseuse, babysitters, tutors, auto, auto repair specialists, fitness trainers, florists, all, all of you guys, please, if you're listening right now, make sure to check out my app, Circle Black. Basically, it's like open tables for black services. So if you're living in you know Dallas, Texas, you open up the app and you can find all the black nail techs in your city, all the black makeup artists. I mean, I don't know about you, but like sometimes, you know, you travel and you want to get shit done by certain, by your people and you have no idea where to find them. So I have been taking applications and one of the girls had applied and she actually is a listener. Her name is Brandy. Shout out to Brandy. She of Total total Body Spa. Hi, Brandy. Um, yeah, she's in Inglewood and she did this, I guess, like fat melting service. Like it's, it's like a ultra soak cot ultrasonic I can't remember what the fuck it's called some shit where she rubbed something on me and it made weird sounds and warmed up my fat and supposed to make it disappear I'm gonna have to go a few times more than once okay um but you look skinny I do mm-hmm. thanks thanks Brandy <laughs> so she was she's like I listened to the podcast I was like oh shit and I was like oh my god you have to listen to I was like I have this hoary and then I was like oh, I'm gonna read it to you I read her hoary live I felt like I felt like I was reading like a A book book, like a a story time as as she's like melting my fat I'm like this horse story is provided (laughs) so silly wait was it this one yes so after politics and stuff here's a hoary politics and sex Uh, 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 horror stories are you going to read it okay okay All right. The title of this hoary is called Happy Squirtle Day. (laughs) So I recently cut my baby daddy off and started fucking my best friend who I call Bestie Bay. I must have manifested the shit because he's everything I wanted my BD to be and more. 
Bestie Bay is all about pleasing me, and he ain't scared of a little period blood like BD. He gonna get the job done by any means. Wet emoji. <laughs> so yesterday was a holiday for me. It was the first time I squirted. Hey! Here's what happened. I got off work early and went over to his house. When I walked in the door, he greeted me with a kiss and handed me a blunt and, and a mixed tequila drink. Uh, thank you. Yes. I relaxed on the couch while he rubbed my feet and listened to me talk about my day. He then smacked my ass and told me it was time for us to lay in bed. I said, okay, damn near skip to the bedroom. I got naked and he immediately went to town eating my pussy like he was starving. All while he was eating my pussy, I noticed that I was not 100% relaxed. So I started taking deep, long breaths. The deep breaths... The deep breaths were turning me on even more, and now I was in tune with my body and the pleasures I was receiving. <laughs> These children in the background. <laughs> Wait, receiving. You guys are definitely in the other room. I definitely felt that shit. It was weird because I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience, and I was now about to coach myself to this orgasm. With the deep, long breathing, I became more and more relaxed. He was still eating my pussy magically, and suddenly I felt the urge to release. In that moment, I legit said to myself, let go. And my pussy started running like a faucet. I mean, that shit was nonstop. I screamed so loud. I left. I felt like I was peeing, and I had no control. And that man kept on going. I felt like I was on a, I felt like I was on a cloud, like he was drinking my juices with a smoothie straw. <laughs> a smoothie straw? <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know about that reference. <laughs> I just got a weird. I got a weird visual. Okay. What? I got a visual of like a straw on top, like with a, next to my pussy. I was Shut like, get that. Sh- no. Okay, I, I get what you mean, girl, though. Sorry, I need to interrupt your flow. Um, he got up, smacked my ass, and said, let's take a shot. We took a shot, and that man took me back to the room and murdered my pussy, okay? Whew. I love it here, and I'm never going back. Thanks to episode 128, those tips really helped. XOXO, Squirtle. That was beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to Click Talk. Talk. Yeah, episode 128. What was the name of that episode? I got pregnant at a sex club. I got pregnant at a sex party. Yeah, I got pregnant. Um, <laughs> that's a great title. <laughs> yeah, I I had a story, but I'm gonna save it for next time. Oh, okay, okay, okay we'll share it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll save that thing. Well, we've got to go. We have 12 minutes before our next thing. Yeah, um, we're okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing okay over here, <laughs> barely, but it's we're okay. We're becoming stronger women, super, super duper strong. We're super strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a silent cry for help. Blink twice. <laughs> we are strong. We're not cracking at all. <laughs> doing great over here. Nothing is going wrong. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, follow us on Instagram, Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. And join Patreon because we need $10 and we're doing a lot of work for it. <laughs> don't be Tyrone. Don't just be getting the free. Also, don't invest, be a freeloader. Don't be a freeloader. Give us $10. We need it. We're creating a lot of stuff over here. You'll enjoy it. Sex positions. Intimate conversations. Intimate con- confessions. Yeah, I'm, it's basically a it's basically our blog. It's our personal blog in many different forms: video, journaling, pictures, weed, weed, and children. And you get added to our close friends on Instagram, which is pretty lit. I know. I had a little close friend story this weekend. If you 
watched it, then you know. You know what I was up to in I, San Diego. I love when we're in different places having like two totally different experiences, and then it goes between slides, and you're like, ah, and I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, woo! Like, I'm out near, I'm getting close to the edge. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. Uh, I'm oh not. <laughs> That is hilarious. It's like, at least you get the best of both worlds. You know, one of us is, is surviving. <laughs> you know? We're switches. Uh, uh, right. www.patreon.com slash goodmomsbadchoices. Yes, and make sure you go check out at outsidecinemas.com to come hang out, come to our event on October 25th, Hocus Pocus, Dress Like a Witch. And make sure you check out our website, get our merch. And join our newsletter. And if you enjoyed this episode, I know we were like a little bit depressed, but I promise we're a lot. We're more fun than this. We are more fun. We have fun. Um, leave us a five star review on Apple, please, please. We need to get them reviews up. We need. We're almost to a thousand. We need to get to a thousand reviews. Come on, help some bitches out. It's free. You have to scroll all the way down. Scroll all the way down right now on Apple or whatever fucking Apple podcast. It's so annoying. You have to scroll all the way down to the bottom and then it will say it. I know. I don't know why. It's like they want you really work for that fucking yeah, star. Yeah, fucking comment. You work for it. <laughs> so scroll. God damn it. Anyway, have a great week, you guys. Bye. Love you.